Fellowship refreshes you. It builds you up. It empowers you. Fellowship makes you bold. Fellowship rewards you. Fellowship is the place you get ideas. Welcome listeners. Welcome back to Even Podcast. I'm Uluwa Bukumi at Biwoni. Welcome. <laughs> On today's episode, we are going to continue with the series, the spiritual growth series. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you've gotten new ideas. I hope you've learned new things because I've been blessed and I hope that you have been too. So on today's episode, no, let me look back. Let me go back. For those of us that have not listened to the um, other episodes on this series, the, we started with the life of the world, how we can have a great Bible study life. We moved on to how we can enjoy a consistent prayer life. And on today's episode, which is going to be the last one, by the grace of God on this series we're going to be looking at a life of fellowship yeah fellowship yeah so if you've not listened to any of this episodes please go well do well sorry do well to go back and go and listen so that you don't miss out on this blessing and the blessing attached to the series so I, I trust God in your life that you're going to be blessed in one way or the other so go back go back now I can't listen. So welcome once again. So what does fellowship mean to you and your what fellowship what comes to your mind? For me, fellowship means a cordial relationship with someone. Fellowship means doing life with someone, doing life with God, doing life with his people. So that is fellowship for me. What does it mean to you? So I remember recently on my reading group. Um, someone was we are talking about relationship how the enemy uses a relationship and disturbs us from not praying from not having a fervent prayer life and in the point we talked about how people you know we withdraw from church and be like oh somebody ought me in church and all that and i'm not going back to to church not even that church to church again I'm not going to fellowship. I just I just prefer to stay in my church and eh, sorry, stay in my room and just pray to my God and learn. Well, it's good. <laughs> but guys, then somebody asked one question. Okay, somebody was like, "Is he like, um, if it's reasonable, you can actually withdraw and not go back to the church and look for somewhere." But don't say you not go to any church. We look for somewhere else to actually go to, and we agreed with the person. But somebody asked a particular question. So the person was like. Okay, what if you move to another church and they wrong you there again? Would you also leave and move to another church? Mm. So it was a deep question. So let me throw it out to you. What would you do in that case? Would you leave? Would you keep leaving churches if they hurt you? That's just by the way. I'm not about to come and talk about earth. <laughs> but I'm just throwing out to you. Just think about it. I'm talking about fellowship. And I want you to just, you know, think about it. But for me, I guess we gave a reply. The reply we actually, um, you know, talked about was that um check yourself are you really not the problem are you sure you're not the problem because if you have to be leaving all the churches then you need to check yourself and really if it is not a, if it's not a big deal the first church you left check yourself are you sure it's not a big deal if they build it, it is um affecting you affecting your spiritual life disturb and if you're led by god to leave why not leave so go but 
make sure you are entering another church and make sure you don't start counting the end offenses and say okay this person offend somebody offends me again i'm leaving no check yourself we are human and we keep offending each other so you say because somebody keeps offending you keep going i remember that there are different types of people in church different people with different level of spiritual growth so you will not say that because somebody has offended you you're leaving just that's just by the way i feel led to say something like that that is not where we are going so let's jump into what we have for you sorry what i have for you on today's episode we're going to be looking at three parts of this fellowship matter we're going to be talking about how to build intimacy with god we're going to be talking about how to build an altar of fellowship and also how to enjoy fellowshipping so let's jump into it <laughs> So majorly, we're going to be talking about fellowshipping with God, but I'll try to, you know, once in a while, chip in fellowshipping with people so that at least we'll touch that aspect also. So let's talk about intimacy with God, how to build intimacy. So the first thing I'm going to be talking about is, um, okay, before I talk about any first thing, I want you to know that intimacy actually has to do with getting closer to someone, you know, understanding someone better and, you know, knowing the person, knowing the person in depth, in depth, like so deeply, knowing someone so deeply. First thing, I want you to know that God doesn't intend for us to do life alone. It is not, you should not do life alone. Remember that um, in Genesis, when God created Adam, he said it is not good for man to be alone and then he created a companion for Adam. Now, I'm not even going into the relationship aspect. I'm talking about relationship. I'm just telling you that as believers, we are not created to do life alone. If you are created to do life alone, it's only one person God would have created and that would enjoy his communion with that person. But he wanted us to have fellowship. He wanted us to fellowship with other people. That's why he created other people. So intimacy for me that we're talking about is knowing God for yourself. Knowing God intimately. Like, like just knowing him so much. Knowing somebody deeply. So that's the intimacy I'm going to talk about. So how can you, how do you build that type of relationship? So let's talk about it. The first thing I'm going to talk about is ask questions. Oh, so in building intimacy, you need to ask questions. You need to ask questions about everything. And when you ask questions, you need to also expect questions, expect answers from God. You need to ask questions from God. I need to expect question and sorry he <laughs> said expect answers from god you know that i know that you have egged a lot of times that when you pray don't just stand up and say i don't pray and then get out of the you know that atmosphere like stay in that atmosphere for a while and let god you know reply your communication is supposed to be a two-way thing it's supposed to be i talk to you you talk to me i reply you you reply me it's not supposed to be thank you jesus for today blah 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 and you stand up ah you just call, you just imagine I call you and I just point it out to see and I call the call. And then you're looking like what's happening. You don't even let me reply you. So that's how com- um, communication with God is supposed to be. So ask questions. For you to be intimate with God, you need to ask questions from him. You need to ask him questions and let him also reply. You give chances, give um chances for him to reply. Give chances for him to speak to you also. Ask questions for God. Ask God questions. Maybe when you are reading a particular part of the Bible. Like you don't understand, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Breathe on this word. And the, f- the thing is, I feel like we we think that those things are not real. We think it's not possible for the Holy Spirit to actually answer. So why are you reading the Bible? You know that it's not possible. Faith, our faith is actually 
So let's not move into that. But what I'm trying to say is that when you ask questions, believe in your mind that God is going to answer you. He's going to answer you. That is, you might, you might even think that you might be doubting that. Okay, is it, is it God that just answered me? Did you really? Am I really late? But in whatever you do, ask questions and give room for a reply. Expect a reply. When you expect a reply, then it comes. But if you are not expecting of something, then let us move into that one. So the next thing I've been talking about is give God your time. Hmm. Give God your time. I believe that we give time to whatever we value. So value your time to with God. Give God your time. If you, if you value a relationship, you give that relationship your time. You want it to grow. You you want to talk to this person always. You want to you know be involved with this person. You want to you know have a relationship with this person at all costs. That's the way you should also value your time with God. That's the way you should you should also give God your time. Value your time. If you value if you value God, then you will be able to give Him your time. So give God your time. Give God a major part of your the dark parts that you feel like eh. Hey, Mm-mm. It's very important. That's how to go with um, intimately with God. Imagine you say, when I wake up, I don't even need to have time at all. Ah, once I wake up, like, it's for me to go and get and get to work. Why not now determine that? Okay, when I wake up, the, um, the morning part of my life is a very important part. That is the part I want to give to God. Let's see how it goes now. Let's see how the intimacy with God is going to be. So, giving God a part of your day, like prioritizing your time with God, is very, very important so let's talk about so the third thing i'm going to be talking about is talk about the little things and everything in between this talk to god about anything talk to god about seemingly insignificant things things that you would not see on a normal day talk to him about it things that you feel like is not like is not needed say it anyway say it what clothes should i wear do as if you're talking to somebody. You know, recently, not recently, not too recently, sure. But it was a time I was actually thinking, and I was like, most times, if somebody is beside me, like I feel the, you know, and we are praying together, I feel the energy, I want to pray, and all that. Or I just want to just do something, and all that. And I'm like, okay, is it like I'm feeling like God is not present with me, or what? But whenever. Then I decided, let me just um, explain so that I don't go too far with it. But I decided in my mind, okay, I'm going to actually take God, like I'm going to actually envision or vision God in my room in front of me and I'm talking to him. Do you understand? So that I'm able to share different things with him. You know how we can share different things with different people? You can just see oh, this is what's happening in my life. Why don't you just speak your call also? Your call, like your call to God. Your prayer is your call to God. Like, and talk to him also. You might not even close your eyes. You don't have to start closing your eyes and turn to a serious prayer. Tell him things about him. This thing I'm working on. Hey, was not in get. Talk about things like that. Like he's ready. I've talked about vulnerability with God. Talk about little things. Talk about everything. He wants to hear. We, a lot of us have, have coping mechanisms. We have things that we used to cope. We have people that we used to cope. And these people, you know, they need God also. So we are going to meet someone that will actually go and meet God. So why not just go directly to God? So talk about everything. Talk about little things. Talk about everything in between. Things that you feel like are not even significant. Talk about it. It wants to hear you. So please talk about it. So let's move into building um, an altar of fellowship.
to build or rebuild the altar of fellowship number one point i'm going to be saying is you need to renew and rebuild your expectation amen amen <laughs> so what i'm trying to say in this point is don't set unrealistic expectations with god <laughs> like a lot of us expect that if there's no fire if fire has not gotten that will drop down from heaven bagam god has not replied you or god has not answered your prayer or god is not there to say yes i'm answering i'm hearing you or if you don't have that, those goosebumps when you are scalabushing, when you are you know, speaking in tongues, you don't believe. You don't. <laughs> My pastor used to say, if, if, if your tongues are already, like your, your tongues are already hard to chew, it's already looking like gravel, then you know that that's when you'll be feeling like, ah, God is not with me. I'll be feeling like you're not praying. That's just by the way. But I'm just saying that it must not be fire and goosebumps always. Like your prayer time, your Bible study time, your. Um, tongues might not it might not be goosebumps every time it might not, it might not have that type of feeling every time so don't always set that type of expectation that anytime you are praying or anytime you are fellowshipping with god or anytime you're in the presence of god and the presence of his people or you are in a fellowship you experience you you need to goosebumps needs to fill your body why <laughs> Well, I feel like, yes, those are ways that we actually used to feel the move. Or, but it's not about the feeling. I said it last night. It's not about the feeling at the end of the day. It's not about the feeling. Also, some of us will cry, cry, cry. It's not about the crying. It's not about the cry. <laughs> so sometimes God is in the simple. So it might just be your little heart, those subtle things. God is in the simple also. So don't always um, um be so, like, you're expecting fire to drop you're expecting thunder to strike before you know that God has answered your prayer or God is in the fellowship or God is in the prayer group or whatever with you. So he's in the ordinary too and I want you to be satisfied with it. God is with you. He has already promised that he's with you till the end of time. So why are you believing that it's not because if fire drops, that's when he's with you. So just believe and always tell yourself that God is in this place with me. God is in this room with me. God is in this atmosphere. God is here with me. So you don't need to have um, fire dropping before you know that he's there. So renew your expectations. Like change your mentality. Change your expectation. Renew and rebuild your expectations. Next time we're talking about um, um, building an altar of fellowship is remove guilt from your life. Mm. A lot of us. We are not having a cordial relationship with God. Or we are not able to do life with God and His people because we have so much guilt in our life. There's no good that doesn't have a pastor. I want you to know that I, as a person, <laughs> I have things that I feel bad about or I don't even like to share with people. Thank God, glory to God. We ask you to share things like that. And I don't think I'll be very bad about it. I don't even want to give you as testimony. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm just saying is that everybody has a past. Everybody has passed through a thing or the other that they are not proud of. Even our reverence, even our um, men of God, they have things, they have past that they've passed through and they are not too proud of. They share with us, but it's not something they would like to go back to. So it is a past. And ask them do you feel guilty about it yes there might be a guilt one in before but they are, they are a new creature all things are passed away all things are new already the bible says remember not the things of the old i am doing a new thing now with springs for do you not perceive it so you have all this um you know things you can hold on to in the bible that has already told you that you need to remove guilt from your life and he has said that 
like it doesn't have anything to do with guilty once you are in god once you believe accept jesus as your lord and personal savior don't you have nothing to do with it with sin again you have nothing to do with that with that old life a new creature why not embrace it i'm not saying there's no art you know we've talked about past before and all that dealing with the past is hard everybody has it hard like it's not easy to just move on from your past like that but take like try to heal if you have not been doing anything about it you're just sitting in the guilt it's not going to help you you're sitting there for what you're not doing anything about the guilt like you need to do something the fact that you feel dirty is a good sign don't let the devil prey on you the fact that you feel guilty about it it's a good sign you see all those people that they will do bad things i was saying recently that how would somebody just open mouth and be lying like you you well it's not like i've not lied before <laughs> this is me bringing up myself out again it's not like i've not lied before to someone and i don't feel good about it now that it makes it a good thing that i don't feel good about the lights i've lied or whenever i lie oh my god oh jesus ah the uneasiness the unsettlement the way the frustration it's a good thing that you feel that way but you see just people that they will lie they, like the way they just quickly from lady like and you yourself you know, ah this is a lie now and they they are so quick to lie and they don't feel anything anything any guilt wow really <laughs> you need to run away from people like that too so the fact that you feel guilty it's a good sign it's actually a good sign so don't let the enemy and the devil the enemy use that one against you that can you imagine very feeling guilty that means you don't party ah god like oh can't get back for ah ah you're not supposed to be in the in, in the congregation of bread you're not supposed to be in, in god's house you're, eh you want to go to church you don't let him come like that he's a foolish person and we will not fall victim in jesus name so as you come to god your mind is renewed daily always come to god name and fellowship with his people if we fellowship with him also he wants you to fellowship in him with him Fellowshiping with God is partnering with Him. So He wants you to fellowship with Him. He wants you to fellowship in Him. Also, He wants you to walk with Him. He wants you to walk for Him also. So I want us to understand that don't let sin prevail. So share your feelings with God. That's the best way to go about um, removing guilt from your life. Go to God. God, I feel this way. I feel that way. That's the way to walk towards it. Don't go and sit down and be feeling guilty. I feel this way. I feel that way, God. Please take this guilt from me and let Him remind you. Let Him reassure you of that new beginning He has given you. So let us not stay on that too much because we've stayed on it too much. Let's go to the next point, which is understand who you are in Christ. Oh my God. I feel like. You people should know me know me already on identity i always talk about identity and like any on any chance any chance any chance i get or any chance i have i talk about identity because identity is very important now it's not about knowing your identity in christ too it's understanding there's a difference in Ephesians chapter one our identity is there and moving down at the end of the chapter one paul emphasized on the identity like on understanding he prayed to god that we understand this identity a lot of identity inheritance with god still with the holy spirit of promise seated with christ leveling praises above above principles and power all those beautiful things so you need to understand your identity you need to know you are in christ to be able to build an altar of fellowship with god to be able to enjoy the altar of fellowship you are even building or to be able to rebuild your altar of fellowship if not you just be frustrated because you don't even know who you are you just feel like you are praying to one god somewhere you don't know that you don't know the connection between you don't know the privileges you have you don't know the benefits you have you don't know the promises that you have in this god oh my god it's such a 
it's not a good life i'm telling you like it's it's a way the enemy blinds us and if you don't understand your identity the enemy uses it against you because he feels like oh we are defeated but once he understands once you knows that you already once you understand your identity self they say like it's like they open something they remove the view from your eyes and the enemy is dead like he's gone because he knows that you understand who you are and he can't defeat you again so the first the fourth point is remove distractions so to have a fellowship with god to build an altar of fellowship with god that is to have a fellowship to have a cordial relationship with god to enjoy intimacy with god you need to be serious you need to remove distractions you need to turn off notifications anytime you are fellowshipping with god or fellowshipping with these people you need to use a song playlist to be a fellowshipping with god in your room or whatever like that pray with your friends pray the scriptures write down prayers and pray them we've talked about all those things before so let's move into the last point <laughs> how do you enjoy fellowshipping with god that's the last point glory <laughs> So how do you and I enjoy our fellowshiping with God? How do we enjoy our cordial relationship with God? The first point is be disciplined and consistent with your structure, with the structure you've set. Remember that we've talked about structure in life of the world, we've talked about structure, something like that also in prayer. And now those structures that we've set, be consistent and be disciplined. So those structures are cooking yourself in prayers, you know, having a structure around the relationship with god being um you know you're alone with god your bible study time all those be disciplined and consistent see nobody's going to come and put your hand inside or sit down with you and say yeah read genesis read Exodus. nobody you need to tell yourself i want to do this and i will do this and i will achieve it with the help of the holy spirit so you need to also sit down by yourself the holy spirit will not bring you you know glue your bum bum to a chair sorry for using that will not say oh yeah sit down there by force by fire no you need to also work towards it remember that faith without work is dead so you need to all work hand in hand with god partner with him to have to people to enjoy your fellowshiping with god and that point i'm going to say is pray when you feel the nudge to pray mm. so enjoy your fellowship with god pray when you feel the nudge to pray I told you that um, sometimes we have low times last week when we talked about praying. We have low times, we have times when we feel like God is not hearing our prayers or God is not even there. You are just bored when you are praying. I want you to know that whenever you feel like you are, whenever you feel like you are not doing enough, just pray. Just pray. Whenever you feel the not to pray, ah, and I'm not like, ah, this thing that I should pray. Or something drops on your mind. You feel like probably a bad thing or a good thing. Pray it. There's nothing that would like there's no harm in it. Just pray it. That's how you grow in God. That's how you grow with God. That's how you have a great um fellowship with God. That leads me to the next point, which is whenever you feel you haven't been praying enough, pray in that moment. Use the time that you're using to complain to pray. A lot of us, ah, and I said that I'm going to pray yesterday. Well, I don't know what I was doing. I said I was going to pray last week, so I did not pray. That time that I said, you need to say you don't know what's doing. Pray. That's how to build relationship. That's how to build a fellowship time with God. Pray. Pray when you feel the not to pray. And also 
pray when you feel like you've not been praying you know that time that you need to complain then that time that you used to call your friend that oh, i think i've not been praying when we used to talk 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 and talk about how oh, your life has not been good use that time to pray mm. the fourth point is employ the ministry of songs and sermons so to enjoy your fellowship time with god to enjoy your fellowship with god use songs use sermons use chants they help a lot so often people prefer that um, a song is playing on them so that they can you know be fired up and all that and it's a good thing it's not bad so another point is don't forsake the garden of the brethren amen amen even in fellowship that's the point that's one of the fellowshipping is doing life with god doing life with these people so how do you want to remove the fellowship of, of and the garden of god's brethren from fellowshipping with god's people doing life with god's people you need to like and i said it at the beginning a lot of us will say because somebody offended me i'm not going back to church it's not even as you know when i say i'm not going back to that church you say i'm going back to church again ah <laughs> god the lord is our strength nobody is perfect but i'm just trying to tell you that don't forsake the garden of the bread <laughs> let me just if you i saw it recently it already said i'm always saying it said. i saw it one time it long somebody a post and somebody wrote eh i might have forgotten my way to church but i've not forgotten my god like the like it just made it look as if fellowshipping with god like going to church is a not like it's not a big deal it's not compulsory ah i remember that i put i posted that and i said it's the way people you know look for codes that fit their situation for me and somebody replied i said the way you have forgotten your way to church is the way you so forget your way to god because you need you cannot do life again it's not possible you need you need the believers there's something about the atmosphere of, of um, the garden of believers you cannot get it elsewhere and that's the truth you can't get it elsewhere <laughs> before you start knowing you are already withdrawing from god so those are the people that are created they are there to help you they've been like they have been set to help your spiritual life so why would you neglect your garden why would you leave your garden oh. The Lord is helping us in Jesus' name. This um, sixth point I'm going to be saying is read God's word. We talked about that before, and I'm not going to go into it any longer. And the seventh one is journal. 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 Write things down. Write things God has done for you. Write things God is doing for you. Write your thoughts down. Write things that is happening with you down. It helps us to reflect. It helps us to go back and see what God has done in our lives. So I'm going to I'm going to stop where I started. I'm going to tell you that fellowship is has a lot of things it's going to do for you. Fellowship is going to refresh you. Fellowshiping is going to build you up. Fellowshiping is going to make you bold. Remember, um, the um disciples they received power and they were bold enough to speak when the Holy Spirit came upon them. And wait, wait, wait like in the garden of believers imagine oh god is good in the garden of believers they were together and that was when the holy spirit came upon them and they were bold peter was bold and he started preaching the gospel so the um fellowshipping with uh, it will make you bold it will embolden you and uh, it will embolden you it will empower you also and you, sh- and you shall receive power when the holy spirit shall come upon you and say that one also so it will empower you fellowshiping will reward you and to give you ideas it's a place you get ideas fellowshiping is a place you get ideas so, and i know that you don't want to live this life without ideas without ideas from god so that is it oh the spiritual god series oh my god <laughs> 
thank you very much for listening thank you very much for sharing mm. yeah i really appreciate it please do well to also share this one this is the last episode of the spiritual growth series now it's important that you please ask questions if you think that i didn't touch some parts yes i can't touch everything please do well to reach out if you need help also do well to reach out i'll be you know there god bless you and god is also waiting for you so if you are led like if there's something telling you that miss this girl meet her or ask her this please do well to do that please do well to share with your friends and family and enemies maybe not those, and all those good people and bad people everybody around you please do well to share with them you might be blessing your life you will be blessing your life i'm so sure of that god bless you god bless me i'll see you in the next episode bye <laughs>